The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Oh, the moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. All right. What is going on? This is your host, the Kapuhuna with the most Huna. This is a explicit show, just so you know. If you do not like words like the acronym FUCK, which is an acronym, by the way, then please get the acronym out of here. A lot of these words and meanings and such, people don't even know. Did you know RAP is an acronym? It stands for Rhythm and Poetry. Mm-hmm. Once you see it like that, it puts a kind of new perspective to it, doesn't it? And even then, you can kind of see how the whole genre has been warped to become something for the image. The image of, well, basically the garbage pail that we projected all of our crap into, right? That's not what rap is supposed to be. That's why I don't listen to mainstream at all. I am, like, so not mainstream at all. (laughs) You know, I could like anything. Sure, you know, I mean, anything I could like, you know. But if there's going to be things that are judged, and then there's going to be things that are, you know, loved or liked by the majority and everything is twisted in the society then by default I'm not going to like it (laughs) you know it's like um, what did Krishnamurti say Krishnamurti said it is by no means a sign of health to be well adjusted to a profoundly sick society and it's true. Now, you might consider that judgment, but no, I'm considering it, uh, I'm, I'd say it's more like a observation of the facts. You have an entity, the world, as it uh, concerns humans and humans on it, human beings as the stewardess, and you have the cancer cell mentality. Now, cancer only learns how to be cancer and how to do as cancer does, which is kill the host, by learning how. It gets taught how. It gets taught how by fear. The body goes through toxicity or dehydration or malnutrition or all of the above 
which can be caused or causal, you know, of uh, all kinds of factors, really. But in general, you know, the body becomes acidic, not cared for. Nobody, uh, just like in society, when we don't clean up our litter, when we don't clean up litter that we see, just because it's there, it's gonna build up. Everybody's gonna walk by everything and think, oh, it's not my responsibility. I don't gotta do nothing. And that's really what it's come down to. And you can see it reflect on our individual lives, too. Cancer. You see, the thing is that all cells that are healthy share. In fact, they only take in enough from their environment, from their neighboring cells. They only send up enough chemicals to say, hey, send me some of this because I need some of this to a cell, to, uh, to enough to survive for the next seven seconds, several seconds, excuse me. They don't greedily hoard and they don't fear. They trust with full faith that their homies got their back. And guess what? Their homies do got their back. But it becomes ironic when we start mirroring in our society the natures of the cancer cell. In fact, you could go and say, and I do, I do, I go and say this, that to do as the cancer cell is to basically say, fuck life, or fuck my life, or let's all die. It's basically saying you want to kill the world. I mean, the only way that you could not is if you are being blind and obtuse to the factors. Because the fact of the matter is, that certain things cause certain things. For instance, buying milk requires cow. Now, I I am not hating on anybody for anything. You know, you want to you want to drink milk? That's fine. I drink it sometimes too. Hey, you know, I have cheese. I have, I eat cheese. I'm not, I'm not like 100 uh, percent vegan. It's not about blame, right? Because it's not about judgment of character. Now that's the thing, is that the judgment of character comes down to the individual. Now when we blame others about their you know, their characters, the, the character that they have or uphold, well that's hypocrisy. Right? In fact, it goes nowhere because we're not... Then we become in this really childish game of uh, just pointing outwards, you know. I didn't do it, you did it. <laughs> you know, you smelt it, you dealt it. And it's like, no, no, if you fart and I smell it, that does not mean that I farted. <laughs> Where do people come up with this stuff? You know, I understand that there's things that are, you know, nature of projection, but you don't have a, like, you don't have a, a, a double projection, infinite projection, unless, unless, mind you, the victim of which, and I will say that there is victims. Motherfuckers out there be like, oh, playing the victim game while they're like raping you and shit. You know, it's like, you, that doesn't work. You cannot gang stalk somebody and fucking gaslight somebody and then say that they're the victim. I mean, you can, and actually that's probably where a lot of people... Yeah, that would be exactly where the person would project and try to blame the other person as being the uh, 
playing the victim, right? The narcissists. Now, I don't like to use that word. I don't. I believe and I, I uh, try to uphold that everybody is always balancing in between the good and the bad. We are always in between. Because there's only the moment. There's only the now. Now, sure, you know, of course, when a person does something, the repercussions of that action happen. They happen. This is nature. Karma comes from a word that means work, to work, which is funny. You see, in Hawaiian, the word we, <clears throat> the word we have for family is ohana, if you've ever seen Lilo and Stitch, right? Ohana means family, right? Well, hana in Hawaiian is work. And that's why we have the name, or the word ohana in it. Because the family works together. Look at nowadays. Hmm. Nobody's working together. Nobody trusts another person. I do. And I always try to put that faith first, foremost, before any kinds of fears or projections or all that. And I know it's hard because I know that there's a lot of people out there that will use you. I know that there's a good chance that when you go and, um, you know, you try to go with a pure heart out there, well, it's a world full of cancer cells. They're going to use you. They're going to lie to you. And a lot of them are actually just good people that don't even know that that really have been taught all this stuff. And they just don't even know how to not be it. They don't even see it. How do you look and see a thing that you're specifically in denial of? All you would hear is, uh, you know, like, like static and like see the person pointing at you and like think all you would see is and you'd think like oh that person's evil when actually it's like dude they're pissed off because you just did some fucking evil like careless shit and like that's just and then you were a dick <laughs> like you know that doesn't mean that person's evil that means that they're pissed off at something you know that's the funny thing about projection is that it's also like it's basically a mirror, you know. Projection is a mirror. Some people would state that we always, uh, we're always doing this, right? We're always saying the things and talking to ourselves. Now, I would say that's true in an essence, but not in the same um, earthly dimensional meanings. Not in the same uh, uh, meanings. For instance, like, uh, let's say if I see a chick with a big ass and I go, damn, you got a big ass. That is not me telling me that I got a big ass. You know, it does not work like that. I am sorry. No, no, no. If I say like, oh shit, that's a nice car. You got a nice car. That does not mean that I have a nice car, but if you want to give me your car, I'm all for it. I mean, hey, you know, I mean, this that's the thing about uh, logical reasoning is that it kind of should have strong, grounded 
foundation. You know, everybody's talking about stay grounded. It's like, do you see the stuff that like you are inherently agreeing to in the world? How are you grounded if you cannot? And I'm not judging. I'm not judging. I'm not. I'm not. I'm trying to politely express that it hurts. It hurts being alone when uh, when you see something and nobody believes you, nobody listens. It hurts. It hurts. Um, it hurts being accused of all kinds of crazy shit because people don't want to hear in their denials because it's we all have denials and we all you know specifically have pride and that's the thing about pride is that when we have pride we believe that we are the ones that are right and we don't listen we don't actually listen we think we know it all and we don't we don't a little girl down the street could probably teach you all kinds of stuff that you don't know because we forgot we forgot that things come from things you look at the Bible how many people can say that they see when they read the New Testament that the greatest lesson or well that's so subjective but let's say a very good lesson that Jesus had was that it's easy to accuse and to blame. So that is for the weak. It's hard to love while you're being attacked. It's hard to seek peace. It's hard to forgive while being persecuted. So that's for the strong. That is a universal law. Now, if it is easy for you to not hate in circumstances and to not blame back, let's say, like, if somebody's coming and attacking you, let's say somebody's attacking you, right? Verbally. If it's easy for you, more easy, to give back love, I would like to meet you and I would like to honor you. And until then, I mean, I got to see some evidence. I don't know a single person. I know that everybody seems to be really, really, uh, I mean, it was so easy to, to, to attack back, right? To not listen to the, the arguments, to not listen to somebody that's blaming or accusing you. How easy would it be for you in those moments to say you're, Think of a time when you were arguing with somebody and they're blaming you and judging. How easy would it be for you to take it all and give back only love, only sincerity? What if I told you I've done it a couple times and it was hard and it did hurt? And that's authentic. That's where I get my right feel proud of myself not proud in the sense of better than but proud in the sense of knowing myself you see the more I 
was able to be authentic to myself and do something like that, the more I knew I was grounded, I was strong, the more I knew I could do it again if I needed to. And the more I knew that all of us can do it, we can all do it. These things are fundamental. They're universal. As in, we all have hearts. We all have that holy innocence within us. And I think a lot of us are starting to wake up to that. We forget certain things. We've forgotten certain values. This is why some of the things like cultures, like... The Hawaiian culture, or the New Zealand culture, that we're able to hold on and pass down the line the sacred, secret knowledges and ways of the Lemurians. That's why that's so important. Because the root fundamentals are very much needed in a time where the world has forgotten about it and built all of its truths on a foundation of lies. since I played this one. So, let's see. Yeah. 
just don't care Can't find people everywhere But I hold my breath till you tear on the wall It's like I'm waiting on the rain to fall Me without you just feels insane Keep wishing for what it was before It's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
is everybody doing? Good, I hope. So, Kapu system. Now, why did I choose the Kapu system to talk about? Well, not just because it is the first part of my business, Kapu Huna. Kapuhuna, Kapuhuna, Kapuhuna. Kapuhuna, Kapuhuna, Kapuhuna. If you didn't know. Did you know? Uh, you probably knew. You know what's up. Alright, that's what's up. Kapuhuna. Kapuhuna. What is that Hawaiian ass word? Huma huma nuku nuku wapu Hello, Hawaiian. Well, a lot of people nowadays, in Hawaii at least, take it to mean don't or no or forbidden. And that's the thing. I did too for the longest time of my life. Forgetting that there was a system, the Kapu system. Forgetting that there was a root, there was a reason, and it was all spiritual. Forgetting that there was a reason why the ancient Hawaiians followed the Kapu system in all that they did. The Kapu system went throughout all factors and elements of life. They were very much a people about righteousness. I mean, okay, you know, Hawaii still is, but not so much anymore. The fundamentals have become lost. The reasons have become lost. The meanings. They're hidden there. You know, after all, Huna, the second part of my business, does mean the secret. But what is the secret? Why is the secret a secret? Right? Things like shame. Now, a lot of times we feel like that's not automatic. And I call that elemental. For instance, Adam, effectively, upon covering himself with the leaf, Elementally blamed God. Called God a liar. That was the second time that Adam to himself called God a liar. Very rude thing. Any Libra would be able to see that. I'd figure. Well, I didn't see it for the longest time in my life. But, uh, you know, long enough being a Libra. Yeah. It's duh right there. Why? Because he's claiming that God's love is not unconditional. The second time. The first time was when he disobeyed and ate the apple. Sure. I mean, you know, that is uh, him basically, like, not having, not trusting God's word, you know? Like, if, like, you got a, a, you're in a relationship with somebody, right? And then you tell them, like, oh, don't do that, right? But let's say, like, you just trust that they're going to trust you, right? And you don't exactly bother telling them why. Like, I mean, is that wrong of you? No, of course not. Maybe you're busy. Right, you know, or maybe you just 
had so much comfort and trust in the relationship and all that, yada, yada, that, that you just figured that they would listen to you. And then they didn't. I mean, you know, sure, they could blame you all they want. But in general, like, in my studies of twin flame relationships, right, people say a lot about twin flames and such. And they, you know, claim and such that somebody's a twin flame of theirs just because they had some karma, just because they had some, you know, crazy instances together. No, that's not how it works. In fact, the more, like, awoke you are, the more you realize that that happens with you and everybody. Always. It's just whether you're paying attention or not. So the thing is, is that... Oh, and that's because uh, uh, because tarot is everything and always working. It's everything. Tarot is always everything. It's same as numerology, same as astrology. You can see the symbols and signs anywhere... And that's why I am the mystic man. Now, it's not easy. Because uh, you end up saying a lot of stuff that everybody's in denial of. So, you end up uh, sounding like a lunatic. But, with good enough logic. And if I can do it, you know, as least ego as possible. And most humble as possible. Which, I'm trying. I'm trying. I really am. You know, uh, it's hard because of the attack that comes your way. And I apologize. Um, if anything is sounding in my voice like cruel or, or harsh or like not even bad, maybe just pompous, just know that it's not really like that. It's just that I'm really trying to uphold a strong sense of uh, sternness and reality while simultaneously relaying a message that I've been attacked a lot for, you know, um, messages that I've been attacked a lot for saying, you know, it's a tough thing. Now, like, imagine, like, see, it's all about fire. It starts from fire. The fire within... In astrology, we term that Vesta. We have termed it. And you could simultaneously say that in the 3D cosmic world, we have assigned Vesta. Um, Vesta. Right? Or maybe at first. But that's besides the point. The point is, so it starts with the fire within. Now you have to cultivate that fire, that spark. Like let's say if you wanted to be a musician and a singer, you have to cultivate that. You have to be able to hold that fire and let it let it ignite you, let it drive you, inspire you. Don't let it die. You know, you let the fire die, the dream goes away, the dream dies, and you no longer have the will. Because that's what the will is, the willpower. That Mars, that Martian energy, right? The will, the energy to go forward, very masculine, very masculine to say or to uh, sometimes it's even to fight yes it's true in a world of illusion sometimes the fighting or aggression is exactly what you need to ground yourself in depression sometimes you listen to the, all the maybe you're just surrounded by narcissists let's say you might be in a situation where 
your life growing up, you've been surrounded by narcissists. And they've told you certain things about yourself or about how the world works or about this. And they go by certain laws because they're narcissists. Now, you might not feel the same way. So you end up becoming the bullied. You know, and then you start feeling and believing their, their shit onto you. You, you know, you start believing the words they say. Maybe they said you were words like pathetic. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Don't listen to that. It's never true. Those things like that, meanings like that. I know how they hit. I know they hit the heart hard. And they echo. Please remember that those things... They're not even echoing from them as the source. They're not. In every moment we have an opportunity. Sometimes it's presented in very harsh ways, but the opportunity is still there. Now, sometimes it's very subtle. And sometimes there's nothing seeming to happen at all. But the opportunity is there. In all of these opportunities, in every moment, there's a question asked. There's a calling. And there's only two answers that we give. That's for you to find out. I could say shit. It wouldn't be heard. I could try to convey it. It probably wouldn't be heard. What is the meaning unless understood from within? Nothing. How would you relate? If you had no idea what hunger was and you didn't have to eat, how would you be able to empathize? How would you be able to understand a thing about what a, a person says when they talk about, I'm starving? How would you be able to empathize with that? If you didn't know the feeling, you wouldn't know. You could even logically understand it, but you wouldn't have a damn clue what it feels like. So you wouldn't understand the dynamics, the emotional dynamics, the mental dynamics that come from that too. There are only so many, and given the situations, they would, in a very mathematical-like way, only have certain outcomes. Given by the uh, individual... There's always a choice, a balance. Now these days, willpower, free will, has been forgotten. I invite you to reclaim it. Remember, it's easy to hate. It's easy to blame back. It's easy to get into spite. That's so easy that everybody does it, and they do it naturally. 
Well, it's become a nature, at least. Well, I'd say it's a false nature. And that's as clear as day because it's disharmonic. It's cancerous, well, cancer cell mentality. It's, um, it's destructive instead of creative. You know, now the destructiveness, it has its place for now, sure. Destructive energy, it has its place for now, for sure. Of course. Given the circumstances, there's always a need. I had a reading once and a dream once, and um, and then I met my uh, ex-wife from another life. Um, but yeah, the reading talked about how who I was. I was a leader of a group of uh, people, you know, just. Uh, bunch of natural nature loving people and we we didn't have uh, we didn't we did we were peace loving you know and um, we weren't really about war or fighting and uh, we were attacked And our people had no way to defend ourselves. And I, I felt stupid. My wife was raped in front of me while I died. And she died too. And um, it's funny. It's not funny at all. It's weird having the dreams, and it's weird that when I met her in this life, she had the dreams too. And it was weird meeting and then seeing that we had automatic love for each other, like the love was already there. And we do. I still love her. Um, it's a very weird thing. What was also weird is that it explained a lot of my things that I didn't like in this life. Like, I've got a huge disdain against um, promiscuity and karmically it's um, it's made it's led me to have to face that a lot in this life a lot of my girlfriends cheat on me usually in the beginning too which is good because it saves me a lot of pain but it's bad too sometimes because I I forgive when I I, I am not ready to forgive yet you know and I should have better abilities to draw lines and to to call things off when I should. I'm better at that now, but it took a lot. It took a lot of finding myself and um, being real with myself in circumstances. Because it does hurt. It hurts being cheated on. Not to everybody. I know people that have uh, monogamous, I mean, not monogamous, um, polygamous uh, relationships, uh, polyamory, I think it's called, right? You know, and um, I've got no problem with that at all. You know, in fact, I think that that's a huge thing. I think that if a woman or man 
wants that, they should say it off the bat. If that's the thing that you want, you don't force a person into the circumstance. You ask them, you know, because to some people like me, a relationship is a one-on-one -on -one thing. You know, it's, it's a very, that is our way of having it, uh, beauty, what we term as beauty, right? Now, of course, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And the values that we have depend. It depends. If you're an Aries, you might value, well, you will. If you're an Aries sun sign, then you value opposite things as Libra. That doesn't mean that a Libra's things are right or yours is right or wrong. It doesn't mean that... um. The Libra's wrong, it just means that you guys cannot see the shit from the other's perspective. Now, you can if you encompass the things and the, the essences of the other sign. This is what Hercules did to gain immortality. He went through the 12 trials of Hercules. Zodiac. Aries. Very much about the self. House of I am, Taurus, about values. House of I value, Gemini, about communication. House of communication, <laughs> Cancer, about home and mother. Leo, about hobbies and fun. Virgo, about analyzing and work. Some people would put the 10th house more as work. I would say Virgo is more about work. Yeah. We have Libra about relationships to other people. It's not just about romance. It's about relationships to other people, bonding, society. You know. Uh, it's not so much about groups yet because it's more about friendships, I would say. Libras are very friendly, they're very open, and they're very loving. Well, all signs are. All signs are, very much, in their ways. So it's good to be able to empathize. Because then you could learn the ways of all. You could be all. You already are all. As you do have a head and a brow, that's reflective of Aries. As you do have a jaw and a neck, that's reflective of Taurus. Uh, you know, you go all around, you could uh, zigzag, you could skip any which way. It's all reflective. And it's all going to be showing up in your tarot card readings. It's all going to be showing up in your in your astrology readings. You go to anybody. You could even just open a book. There's going to be elements in there on that page that say the things. Just because you can't understand or, 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 or interpret those elements does not mean it's not there. It's all tarot. This is obvious. I mean, there's a call. Because God is always calling to you. Through everything. And it's a good thing, too. I know it It might sound a little hoobadoobly. And that's good, too. You know what? 
Actually, if it sounds too crazy to you, then by all means, disregard it and toss it away. Please, 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 do not go insane. Do not go insane. If you don't have the mentality to, to uphold it, then don't even believe it. Just call it garbage and just go into the denial and just live life. That's fine. I would rather have you safe and living a, a happy life if you can that way than, um, than go crazy. Because I've seen it. I've seen people go crazy. I've, you know, um, I almost did myself. It was just by really, really, really dumb luck that I was given keys to understandings that saved my ass. And I went really deep, really deep to a very, 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 uh, foundational part of myself. Ironies. Well, see, that's just it, too, is that um, the more you understand about yourself, the more you understand about others, because you can relate emotionally. To understand your emotions, well, then you could see in others, you know, um, when a person does a certain thing, it's because of a certain reason. Now, if you've never had that fuck up, if you've never fucked up in that way, then you're not going to see it. I'm sorry, you're not gonna see it unless you've uh, maybe they've you know you've been witness to other people fucking up in it, and you've had love for them and you loved them, and you cared for them as though they were you, and then they fucked up in it. Then yeah, sure, yeah, you might have uncovered the understanding the same way that a a a parent loving their child goes through the same things that the child goes through, you know, the same way that um. Uh, a man cares for his wife or man, husband, you know, um, uh, that um, that when something happens to them, it happens to him, you know. Uh, or maybe it's your pet cat. Maybe you love your cat so much that, that you empathize. And that's a good thing. That's a natural thing. That's actually what uh, we do naturally. That's what being humane is all about. The whole core of humanity is to be humane, to have compassion. It's part of our nature. Now, it's been brainwashed away from us due to the negligence of capitalism. And I'm not saying that that it in itself is like evil. I'm just saying that we had to be responsible for things. You know, when we have things like planned obsolescence, which is to create things to sell planned to break like designed in it to break down well that's going to use up a lot of resources it might make the company a lot of money but those things are going to break down and designed that way to get thrown away or to get recycled as though us giving the option for it to be recycled ensures that it's going to get recycled. No, no. That's like, you're going to hand your, like, three-year-old a gun and say, oh, well, you know, there's an option for him not to shoot anybody or shoot himself. Like, that. no. 
that doesn't make any responsible sense at all. At all. It's the same thing. Okay, oh, it's not the same thing. <laughs> all right, you, you know, it's not the same thing, but the dynamics are the same. The Hawaiian system, let's go back to Kapu. Well, these dynamics are important. So I'm not trailing. I'm trying to explain so that way it can be understood that it comes from dynamics. There's only certain ways that things like denial happen. And they happen emotionally. They happen due to emotions. Emotional wisdom is opposite of emotional denial. When we feel a thing like pride, we have a sense of pride, we build ourselves up, right? We built this feeling of joy and abundance. We've built it in ourselves and we look with our noses up in the sky down at other people. Well, what if that was built on a falsehood of fucking false value things? Well, then it would be taken from you in any kind of circumstance and you would shattered now actually I had a circumstance for um, not long ago uh, a couple weeks ago uh, somebody had thought that of me you know well, you know um, and they tried to do a little swoop of that you know and try to uh, think that thought, they thought that I would uh, falter or fall or be crushed or some shit. I don't fucking know what they thought, you know. I shouldn't say, but you know, they did the actions. So, you know, it's proof is in the pudding, <laughs> right? You know, and nothing happened to me. I didn't give a fuck because that's not where my fucking self fucking respect comes from. And the reasons and the, and the, um, the foundation that I had built upon was not what they thought it was. It's a funny thing how things work, I guess. Um, faith goes a long way. Lack of faith goes a wrong way. Every time. As God is within all, right? God is within all. And if you lack faith in anything, let's say you lack faith in that lion over there being loving to you, well, don't it hurt to be questioned?
blink and they're gone to find out who they are without us. All the more reason we come to West Virginia to introduce them to simple things like rolling hills, walks in the forest, warm campfires. And we hold on to that feeling for as long as we can. Find your version of heaven this fall at wvtourism.com. Right. I want to congratulate you. It hasn't been a full hour yet, but you know what? You deserve it. If you've made it this far, then you are, you got some stamina. That's for real. That's cool. That's what's up. That is what's up. You see, the thing is that, um, you know, we always have so many excuses in life to not look at a thing or to not try to do a thing or learn a thing or, or pay attention to a thing. And generally, only the wise or the, uh, the pure of heart, the true seekers, authentic in their hearts, in their heart's desire to find the truth and discover truth. Pay attention. 
I remember the first time I tried to watch the documentary, The Zeitgeist, the Zeitgeist Movement, right? And uh, by Peter Joseph, it took me eight times to try. My my cognitive dissonance was like, no, no, look away. Every time, you know, something came up, and I chose to, you know, I or or other people I was with watching the film, I chose to like go do something else. You know, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. You know, it's got a lot of dark elements. It talks about a lot of things that seem wibbly doobly. And they're all actually true things that he talks about and cites and and, uh, gives references to. And it all does make logical sense. But I lived in a world where I wasn't aware of those things. And I uh, did things that were contradictory to the understandings of them. And I believed in a world that were contradictory to the understandings of them. Now, of course, logically, this would cause the cognitive dissonance in a person and they would want to look away. Now, that's the thing is that um, that's a that's a it's a law of consciousness, right? That's a law of how the mind works. It's built into it. It's built into us. It's because of the dynamics. So that means that by default, a lot of the things that we are wrong in, we are specifically wrong in. You know. What do I mean by that? I'm talking about pride. I'm talking about the sunk cost fallacy. The sunk cost fallacy. Uh, well, I heard it like this, and uh, if you don't know the guy, he, he goes by Coach Red Pill on YouTube. Awesome dude. Not always true about everything he says, and uh, the facts that, because um, a lot of the things he goes by is just like his judgment things. But he's a wise man. He's a wise older guy who has been through a lot. So his knowledge does not come from um, lack of understanding. No, it's not that he's wrong in my opinion, on things because of, uh, I don't, because I, because I, because I think that he's, uh, wrong as an understanding of them. I think his, his vernacular's off. That's all. I think that in essence, um, the things that he's trying to say, just in some senses, uh, senses that I disagree with, they, they could be said better, you know, and termed better. That's all it is really. In fact, you could say that applies to everybody that we're always trying to say something that is known of the heart, that the heart knows. It's just that our ability to interpret it and convey it is not always 100%. This is a great thing to become aware of. You know, this is a great thing to be aware of. And it's a great thing to be able to be humble to, you know, because then we could free ourselves of, um, of the blame game. We could free ourselves of the judgments, you know, uh, the judgments of others and the judgments towards ourselves. And then um, it doesn't exactly mean everything's hokey-dory after that because you still got to live in a world full of people that are uh, uh, 
well, we're slowly all waking up, you know, and uh, that's good. That's good. I think it's becoming a better world. I love what I see out there, you know, and I keep track of it. You guys got to see. I'll, maybe one day I'll do like a, a show about all of the cool stuff that I've come across, you know. There's been a huge thing that I think a lot of us have in our ideals and our goals. I think some of us have faced it. I know I faced it, you know, um, in the beginning of Kapahuna, actually. And uh, there's some people that still are, have no idea of the concept. And what that is, is this. We're so prideful. That we believe that nobody's doing anything. We're so prideful that if we come up with an idea for an app, for say, then we think that it's not already there. We don't search to find out if it's already there. We might even put and expend resources and our time and energy into building it without even researching whether it's already exists, you know, because we think that we're the genius ones, because we think that we've seen it all and we know it all. I don't. I don't, and I can prove that. But the fact that I very much go out and I meet these people, and whenever I have an idea, I go and research it, and I find out, well, you know what? Guess what? There's people out there that have researched way more into it for years and put way more time than me. I'm still going to love the thing, and I'm still going to be excited about it. It doesn't mean that I gotta hold pride and feel bad or feel sad, but you know. So when I was first in, uh, we first started Kapahuna, and uh, there was a bunch of us. We came across a group that was a lot like us. This was way back. Uh, this was uh, 2017. Not way back. It was 2017. You know. And of course, there's been this stuff through time. It's just that. I didn't know at the time, and I didn't think at the time, and I was kind of dumb at the time. And I, I was naive. I was not dumb. I was naive. And that's okay to say. It's not downing on me. It's actually humble of me. Because I can accept. And that's an important thing, too. If you can't accept where you lack or where you did lack, then you probably still lack in that and you're in denial. <laughs> you know, uh, that's the thing, you know, um, the Vikings would say, as I've said all my life, don't trust a person who doesn't have any scars. They don't have experience. These things are fundamental. I've been dancing around it too long, huh? Okay, uh, the Kapu system. Nowadays it's considered to mean forbidden, taboo, Kapu, because it sounds the same, right? I guess maybe, you know, there's some, uh, maybe some light language that gets interpreted funny, the same similarities, you know. I think that would be ironic because the Hawaiian language only has 13 letters, meaning that it's mostly vowels. In fact, it would be in the vowels, wouldn't it? That we would find something more closer to light language. Is, uh, the, we have the word name Yahweh. 
which in our spelling has only a couple of vowels, but if you say it out loud, slowly, well, you kind of get a rainbow. It's my interpretation, you know, I mean, I just think, think it kind of, kind of would, you know, I mean, you know, try it. So you kind of have to reverse engineer the meanings that we've applied. Use psychology, reverse psychology, and reverse engineer the reverse psychology. And reverse time. What happens? You got everybody applying a word that means to them uh, forbidden, taboo. Right. It's blind association, of course, you know. Obviously, they're referring to the system, the Kapu system, which is the law, the spiritual law, which is obviously referring to the holiness and the just and righteousness. It's always an irony that we blame as hypocrites. And so we've termed the word kapu to be negative. And why is that? Because we fear from our shames and we fear from our guilts and we blame because of our guilts and we are negative in our guilts. And instead of just being naturally, normally just, I mean, if you think about it, what what negative thing, what action is not based on a fear? Greed is based on a fear. Greed is based on um, fear of not having enough, uh, fear of uh, not being seen as um, beautiful of your being. You know, people want to be loved and appreciated, right? You know, so you want to have, like, nice things and... And um, it becomes this whole big whirlwind of fucking pompousness and fakeness that uh, really isn't about all that. I grew up, you know, in a pretty good circumstance myself. I had a horrible childhood. Well, yeah, I had a good, I had an awesome childhood, actually. Up until I was seven, and then it reversed, you know, it was a, then it was bad. You know, I, I was in heaven for the first seven years of my life. I was in heaven... Like, nobody even knows. Like, I didn't... I didn't even know things, like... Well, not even just the knowing. I, I, I didn't experience things that were bad. My parents were fucking amazing. My mom was loving and genius. Genius. You know, she was teaching us how to read really, really complicated books. And, and um... And they were very spiritual-minded people. I was never, ever, ever uh, grounded for anything or, you know, forced to do anything. I, 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 um, I never had to go to school. My parents never made me go to school. I would say, I should say my dad never made me go to school because up at the point after I was seven, my mom obviously didn't give a fuck. Uh, that's in reference, you know, to a book. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll uh, drop a link later on maybe. But... Basically, you know, for if you're just hearing this for the first time and you don't know me, 
quite a fucked up life, but I've also have have a awesome life. Uh, one full of treasures and wisdoms. Uh, I'd love to be able to share it. It can only be really received if you have empathy, though. Otherwise, the message isn't really understood, and it's only seen as though I had a, uh, as though my life were a sob story. It's not. It's more like a comedy. God's got a sense of humor, and so do I. That's how I get by. You know, you could call me the fool, but I'd say, you know, um, it's more of the magician. Because you got to be able to see the silver lining if you want to walk the thin line of life. And make it to the other end. We're always balancing. It's a good thing I'm a Libra. Had to be born early to be a Libra, you know that? Premature. I would have been a Scorpio. Nothing wrong with that. My mentor is a Scorpio, and he's one of the most amazing people I know. Or I've ever met. Actually, i got a couple mentors, but uh, I don't talk too much of them anymore. Just one. I guess I grew too old or something. Uh, I think what I really love is I love... Being the mentor, in a sense, uh, not not as being above anybody, but in the sense of um, being able to give somebody a part of myself and have it be received and receptive, receptively, you know, and um, and see that. That's amazing. Like that's amazing, you know. I might never have kids. At this rate, I don't know. Uh, probably not. I hear that a lot of star seeds. <laughs> this is uh, coming from Dolores Cannon, rest in peace. Amazing woman who did a lot of research in uh, science when it comes to hypnotherapy and star seeds and the universal consciousness that is within all. When we get to that hypnotic state. See, that's the thing. She was. She's not a psychic. <laughs> she's a, a hypnotherapist. Or was. Is. Her soul has the memories. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> and she was able to develop a technique that basically brought people into the deep state of uh, trance that Edgar Casey was in. It's so funny and, and uh, interesting how as Edgar Casey passed away, in another, you know, uh, part of America, somebody else took up that responsibility and followed through with the studies. I used to think, before I even heard of Dolores Cannon, that Edgar Casey was the number one best source, and I think he might still be. But Dolores Cannon is an awesome source too because. Um, She's written and recorded and uh, talked about all of these thousands of instances that she just, you know, uh, did sessions for random people that, that came her way that uh, paid sessions to go through this. And yet somehow they all come up with the same universal answers, 
universal uh, knowledge and wisdoms. They don't collide. You know, they 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 paint a picture. That's impossible. You can't have thousands of people in a trance, through time, different people, different places of the world, saying the same things as though if they're making it up. No, that's that's impossible. The universe is in all of us, always speaking by default. That's the essential part of it. You would see that as a person is in a subconscious, uh, entombed trance, that the subconscious mind speaks. So, since that's already in the person, it's within us. But there's more to it than that. Discernibility, accountability, faith, humility, patience, reverence, honor, beauty, love. If you don't know the dynamics of your heart, if you don't understand the natures of things in the world, you might be missing things and your truth might not be the whole picture. I know I don't know the whole picture. I do ask. <sighs> it sucks because uh, sometimes we, you know, I don't know. It seems like maybe it's just me in in uh, my position and uh, a perspective, but people get prideful. You know, we get full of pride, and then. Um, Let's say I ask somebody something. It's like automatically taken that I can't handle it. And it's like, um, I don't think anymore. I used to think like, oh, okay, you know, maybe I can't. But uh, actually now I think maybe, maybe that's not it. Maybe it's just that we've grown so accustomed to having power trips over each other that we think that it's our, like, um, it's, it's best like that. We think that, um, I'm sure, you know, I mean, but, you know, I guess it is your right. You know, it's anybody's right to have and hold what you have and not give of it. You know, that's just fine. You know, but, um, as Jesus said, you don't, uh, quoting from the Gospel of Thomas, by the way. Sorry, I should always cite in the source. Everybody should. That's good journalism. <laughs> uh, so he said, um, you don't put a lantern under the bushel. You put a lantern up on high for all to see. And he's not saying for all to see the lantern. He's saying for all 
to see what's around <laughs> because the lantern's there, obviously. Right? You know, we're just making sure, you know, that, that we, because sometimes you know things get lost in our understandings of them, um, but they make better understanding if we interpret them correctly. Right. So that's the thing about true knowledge. True knowledge and wisdom, it should be shown. It should be a light that's shown. Now, it, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't need to be. And you know what? Of course, you're right that in some circumstances, it shouldn't be. In some circumstances, it shouldn't be. Discernment really comes handy. Because sometimes we have the sunk cost fallacy. You know, we um taking up things and beliefs of things of maybe people, maybe beliefs of judgments of people. We think that they're true. And we've uh, we've done actions or made choices based on those judgment calls. They're not always true. You know, our judgment calls are not always right. And sometimes people suffer because of it. In our denials of seeing it or wanting to see it and wanting to face things that we might have hurt the people that we love, we wouldn't want to see it. We would continue possibly even hurting the people in our denial of the factor and the fact. And I'm saying this because I'm <laughs> I've been through the one. I've been the one hurt <laughs> like hella times, hella times, in a very specific nature. That's maybe for another episode. Actually, um, this has been a long one. Yeah, I uh, I bought a a pro feature that gave me all kinds of cool stuff. It was only 20 bucks a month, but I didn't do the annual, so I only paid 20 bucks. Um, it is more expensive that way, but I don't know. I just had to do it, you know, and I don't, I don't make that much money at all, really, you know, I, I do services online, I do astrology, I do web design, I do technical support. And uh, I got all kinds of stuff going on. Um, but, you know, I, I try to keep it humble because I'm, I'm a very poor dude, you know, and I just get by off of what I can. You know, I, um, I find it really hard, and I'm going to try to do this, but uh, if you'd like to donate, It'd be highly appreciated. And it's really hard for me to ask. I'll um I'll leave a link later. I, I'm not sure, I can't see if anybody's online right now or, or listening live, but if anything my PayPal. My PayPal dot me is uh well PayPal dot me slash uh, slash uh, Sean Villafana, my name. S H A U N V is in Victor I L L A F A N A. Whew, that's a hard one. That that was a hard one. <laughs> it's words, but you know, you know, I don't know. I guess pride, right, or something. I don't know. It's hard to ask. Maybe for a multitude of reasons, like 
you know, we live in a world where people barely even help each other. You know, if I, uh, I've asked people for help in all kinds of ways, and it's everybody's right to say no, you know. It really hurts when everybody says no. And then you look around and you, you see other people asking for help and people say no to them. And you might even go out and try to help people. And they might even attack you and think you're crazy. <laughs> sure has happened to me. It's nuts, I don't know. In Hawaii, it wasn't like that. I didn't grow up in a world like that. And people that, uh, you know, it's different. And you know what? I, I, I hope it's not um, too different than the way I left it. But it probably did get commercialized pretty bad by now. I've never been back to Maui. I've uh, I went back to Oahu about two years ago, maybe a year ago, for a little bit, and uh, yeah, it was different. Oahu was different. It had big old highways, people driving fast, and a lot of traffic at sometimes too, and really industrialized. It was beautiful, don't get me wrong. Like, it was amazing. There was a lot of greenery, and there was like, beautiful mountains. And I didn't get to go to the beach, because uh, I was really there just um, between here in California and Australia. But I'd love to go back. You should, too, if you've never been. In any case, uh, I think I'm gonna call it a day. I've never gone. I've never done an episode this long. <laughs> if you made it this far, then you know, congratulate yourself twice, three times, and again, because like that is some attention span. That is like a huge max, huge amount of attention span. I have no idea how you lasted this long. I can barely watch somebody else's YouTube video like this long. I especially can't watch my own. <laughs> you know, uh, after editing it a million times. Um, whew. So, yeah, I'm very proud of you. And you know what? Leave a comment. Drop a comment. I'd like to know and actually get to know you, who you are. You know, if I don't already know you, if I do know you even, you know, <laughs> say what's up. Shoot. But, uh, yeah, no, I'd like to know who you are. So that way I could congratulate you seriously. Like, I'd, I'd love to talk to you. That is amazing, especially in this day and age. Did you know that the average person nowadays only has an attention span of three to seven seconds while online? Yeah, I know, right? It's like uh, all that clickbait really got to us. Fucked with us. <laughs> all right, uh, let's, uh, let's do a recap. Um, I started this episode off on, uh, what was it? In Blue, Ghosts, I think it was. Now, in, uh, in Blue is the name of the artist. Cool guy. Really cool guy. Pretty dope guy. And then um, the second song would be 
I hate you. I hate you. Yeah, I know. Hardcore, right? And I don't hate you. And I don't. I don't think the song hates you. And I think it really, um, and you know, it captures the ability for us to face somebody that's hating us and to give back love. And I bet you did love that song. <laughs> it was a dope song. It's a cool song, you know. Uh, Jesus faced people that hated him, and he was enlightened upon facing that and giving back love. That's something to think about, right? Uh, next I played, what's uh, I think I played my own song, actually. It was the first song. That was a cover called uh, Waiting on the Rain by Jay Boog. And then the last song I played was They Came from the Sky by In Blue again. Now let's end this one off with my old rap. Yes, that's right. I am a rapper if you did not know. And either way, here we go. I already done said it. Look, look, look. Don't say it. Don't say it. Okay? I'll tell you once more, okay? Baby steps. I said it twice before, still gotta say it again. Look, a word, been through a buck, I work for my rent. Some people talk a lot, but does it even make sense to tell my homies that I'm gamble out? I only invest, no joke, I fuck with only the best. Honor, respect. Jealous of your mental when you still baby step that baby step and baby step it. Man, I be preaching the word. Preaching the word. Silicon Valley, so they call me a nerd. You're taking Sagittarius, so I teach what you learn. And I'm here with Phoenix style, so I chill when I burn. Baby, repeat me like bird. Don't try to buy what ain't earned. You better say what you heard. No copyright, sue the perm. They buy so hard, they don't even want to hear it. Cognitive dissonance, tripping providence, conjugal visit. Compliment the dance, bro, damn, where did you get it? Spirit about it, I guess the Holy Ghost with it. That's the Holy Ghost. Mercury, retrograde, even give a fuck. Yeah, retrograde, don't give a motherfuck. Trippin'. Hella trippin'. <laughs> Crazy. Man, I be preaching the word. Preaching the word. Silicon Valley, and they call me a nerd. They even Sagittarius, so I teach what you learn. And I'm heated Phoenix style, so I chill when I burn. Baby, repeat me like bird. Don't try to bite what I ain't earned. You better cite what you heard. Population the perm. So hard, you don't even wanna hear it. Cognitive dissonance, vision, compliments, mission is finished. Every goddamn duck face mimic. To my double vision. 